Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your brain coach. And this episode is brought to you by me and Brain Mastery Academy, where we teach all the brain tools you can use to do everything better because everything that we do, it depends on how well we can operate this most sophisticated machine in the entire universe, our brain. And every day, you know, guys, I'm reading news about this research or that research and then uh, practical implications and how we can put it to use to improve our focus, motivation or procrastination, uh, meaning having less of it or mental health. Uh, so many aspects of it, creativity, right? Not feeling anxious, but feeling confident. There is so much information is coming out every single day. And um, this phrase, you know, been used in many contexts, but I really love it. The knowledge is out there. It's just not evenly distributed, right? So here I'm bringing you the best effective research-based tools that you can start using today, applying them, especially importantly, <laughs> to the areas where you are struggling. Today is Monday, right? New day, new beginning, new week. By the way, based on neuroscience research, the best time to start any new habit, any new venture, to feel motivation and to feel like this is fresh start. So the best times are Mondays, first of month, first of the year, our birthday, when we move, basically some sort of change some sort of new beginning in our life. And this is the best time to start new ventures, habits, some new goal, because it gives us a feeling of clean shit, like clean piece of you know paper where you can draw anything. And that gives us ability to almost forget about the past and what didn't work in the past, right? And start start fresh, start with new energy, start from scratch. So today's Monday is a good day to begin something that you feel is important. And today is also about motivation. And I've been reading a lot on motivation, right? And trying it myself and with my clients, like what works, what doesn't work. Some data we have, you know, only in my studies, some data we have from uh, professional athletes and people who uh, have been consistent at achieving certain goals. And, you know, when there is any long-term goal, it always requires a lot, a lot of motivation and a lot of other cognitive skills, so mental resilience skills, right? We got to push ourselves through hard moments. Any long-term goal, any pursuit, it's going to be challenging. And if we don't learn how to make ourselves do our best when it's hard, it's almost impossible to achieve anything significant. You know, we're just going to end up just getting by right? Kind of always on the same level. Only through challenges, that's when we grow. And only when we have enough motivation. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. We were taking a trip to um, another city, just like an hour away from where we are in Mexico, uh, to go to a different beach. Uh, just, And we're talking about motivation and inspiration and the difference. And she said, like, well, motivation feels for me fake. You know, it's kind of like, oh, let's do it. Um, I don't know, some sort of uh, motivational speaking stuff, right? And I said, for me, motivational 
is a state when you have drive to take action, no matter how hard they are, no matter how challenging they are, but you have the drive and you're taking actions. That for me, the state of motivation, whereas inspiration for me is more like uh, I'm generally inspired, right? I feel inspired means in spirit, right? Like you are uplifted. For me, inspiration is less action oriented, whereas motivation is like the state of ready go and you are going and you are taking actions and whether they're hard or not, you're still taking them. So for me, that is the state of motivation. And it seems that neuroscience means exact same thing because they also, you know, nailed this, well, coined this uh, molecule of motivation. They called it, well, not called it, but dopamine is a molecule of motivation and it's a molecule of drive, of pursuit. Usually the more of it we have, the more we are consistent with taking actions. So the molecule of motivation. We can increase the amount of it by doing certain physical practices like exercise, cold shower, or, you know, eating certain foods or consuming certain substances like caffeine or chocolate, right? Um, not overdoing it because too much is also not that good. But also, we can increase this molecule of motivation that makes us take action. In fact, mice, when they did the studies and they made created this mice that was not able to produce um, or use dopamine, they were so not motivated. They were so lazy, basically. They wouldn't even eat food that was right beside them, like they had to walk across one small cage. They wouldn't even do that because dopamine is what makes us go, right? It's a molecule of motivation. So for me, Motivation is this drive to act. So anyhow, you can achieve it through different practices, physical and eating certain things, consuming certain things, but you also can achieve it, improve, and it's more sustainable, I think, because you can't really overdo it. Like you can't over motivate yourself cognitively, right? Um, at least from my experience. So you can use cognitive tools, meaning usually self-talk and reframing, changing your kind of point of view at different things in life, at your different pursuits. So you can talk to yourself in a different way and you can increase the amount of that molecule that your brain produces and you will feel more motivated and you feel more like taking actions and you will take more actions. When people are super motivated, they always take more actions than people who are not. And how, so how can you increase that, the amount of that molecular motivation? Again, if you're working on some goal that is long-term, that is challenging. Most of the long-term goals are challenging at some point or the other. So you need to constantly work on the amount of that molecule produced and used in your brain of the amount of dopamine. So tool number one, create a compelling vision, create a big, passionate, big ass vision that really sparks you, you know, you think about that, like I'm thinking about talking to a lot, a lot of people, giving a lot of talks, a lot of workshops, and making this science of learning how to be your best every day, how to feel your best, making it global, making it in default, making it spread into different uh, educational institutions, right? Uh, and me working with a lot of companies that I admire, uh, doing a lot of, again, workshops, classes, writing books, doing courses, doing educational videos, like I love doing that stuff, just like doing this podcast. Anytime I start losing my motivation and I feel like things are hard and challenging, you know, it sucks sometimes. I remind myself of that vision and 
once I really connect to that vision, I close my eyes, I envision it, I feel it, I taste it, I touch it. Once I do that, it's it's like my mind started bubbling, right? I'm like, I'm ready to go. Give me what needs to be done and I'm going to get it. So number one, create that vision, have it, right? Have it. Like, especially when you are losing motivation for the mundane things you got to do every day to have a chance, you can have a chance to get to that vision, right? When you're losing your motivation for those mundane things, have this compelling vision. If you don't have one, figure out your reason. Why do you wake up? Why things you do are important? If you don't have that, you're going to quit at some point or the other. Just be aware of that, guys. So create that vision. Number two, having a bit vision sometimes can be overwhelming, sometimes can be distant. Very often it's a 10, 20 year vision, right? So it's hard to explain kind of to your brain, like this is valuable. So keep working on things every day, right? So you got to have smaller milestones. Like, okay, this is a big vision of creating a global education coaching brand. But what is the vision for this month? What is the vision, the goal for this week that's going to lead me towards that mission towards that vision. For me, it's booking a retreat this week. It's starting working with two companies, um, a couple of other things content-wise. You know, they're all in my uh, calendar, so I don't consciously remember them, all of them on the top of my head. But those two things, the most important ones, signing up the contract for retreat and with two companies, these are important because this is, these are important steps to developing my practice, my business, right? And I've been working on it for a while in order to build, to grow an educational global brand. You got to start working first, you know, with, with companies, like in my case, with other people, uh, you start to do things that you want to do more of in the future. So these are the things for this week. And you're going to have some sort of reward also attached to that smaller milestone. And for me, the reward is financial, uh, as simple as that. I'll be able to enjoy my life in a little bit um, wider, funner, funnier, not funnier, but more fun. I'm going to be able to enjoy certain trips, right? So financial rewards are real. Like they allow us to have experiences or to learn stuff by doing that, right? Maybe trying new sport, etc. But then also I'll be able to have my family who's back in Russia, you know, tough times um, there, Ukraine, Russia. Anyhow, I have quite a few rewards that are also very emotional for me attached to this smaller goal. And it's important because if you your brain doesn't understand what's the reward and you have none of the rewards that you're aware of, your brain is not going to give you dopamine, the molecular motivation, because your brain is designed to make you survive. And it's always calculating. Okay, what is the amount of work we have to do and what is the reward? What is the payoff? Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? And it's happening more often than not, much more often, most of the time, without consulting you. You either have reward or you don't. And then your brain makes a decision. Okay, we're going to give you dopamine or, you, or we're not going to give it, right? So that's very important. You know, three steps already. Like your big vision, the ones that's going to help you to go through mundane stuff that you don't always enjoy. Like, what is it for? What does it mean in my life, right? Break it down into smaller goals because 
there's also been a research in mice, and it seems to be true in people when they interviewed people, athletes, uh, top performance. So whenever the goal is closer, the amount of dopamine released is bigger. The closer the reward, it's kind of the brain, but the brain is really interested in getting that closer reward, and it gives you more dopamine. So in mice, they measured it in lab. Uh, in people, they measured it by interviewing them. Uh, if an athlete you know, is closer to the finish line, they do feel like they all of a sudden have more energy, more zest, like more drive to pursue, right? So the amount of dopamine, of motivation released in your brain increases the closer the goal gets. And that's why it's also important to have smaller milestones, daily, weekly, monthly, not just your 20-year goal. And then you got to attach the reward to those smaller milestones and celebrate them. And the celebration, first and foremost, it's not just the money or similar things. It's also feeling good. Like, does your reward make you feel good? Once you get it, you're like, yeah, you know, you got to feel good. That's the most important thing about reward. For your brain, reward is feeling good. Uh, For your brain, like, Abstract things, even things like money, they don't really mean nothing. So you gotta feel really, really good. You gotta learn how to feel good when you achieve even the smallest daily goal. And number four, measure progress. You gotta figure out how to track your progress physically. For me, it's my journals. Every day I write down, okay, I did this, I did this, I did this, that went well. You know, I progressed this, even though I might not hit my milestone yet. But I did this and that and that. And it is also important because you explicitly state towards your brain that we are that closer towards our goal. We are moving forward. And again, for your brain, your human brain, it is very important to understand Are you progressing or are you just running in circles and you're not making progress towards your goals? And then your brain, again, without consulting you, will make a conclusion. Well, if we are not progressing and if you're not tracking your progress, it's very hard to feel how you're progressing, right? When you're putting a check mark every day and write down things that you do, your brain notices because you put energy into it, you put attention into it. When you do nothing to track to track your progress for your brain, it almost means like no progress because, well, you didn't think about that, you didn't write it down, we did nothing, so we spent all this energy for what, right? And this happens very fast and automatically, and we only know that from the evidence, and these are like the best guesses that we have that what's happening. And so you don't track progress. Your brain starts thinking that this is all a waste of time. It's like people trying to lose weight. Number one reason why people, for example, quit their weightless journey is because the only measure of success they have weight loss. And if this is not happening every single day, they're like, well, it's not working. But if you were to track the strengths that you gain, um, the different health biomarkers, you know, maybe every week or um, at least every month, your body fat percentage, right? Uh, your energy levels, right? Subjectively, how do I feel today? How do I feel? How does my clothes fit? If you found another or a couple more ways to measure your progress, 
you'd be much much more likely to continue. Again, for your brain, when you don't track progress and you don't really notice it, it means no progress, it means waste of energy, and it means no goal, no dopamine, no freaking anything. You lose interest, you lose motivation, and you usually quit. So let's recap. What can you do to cognitively increase your levels of motivation? Again, that's been proven in mice and, and on elite performers. That's how we humans work. And then there is a whole book, you know, where... Uh, closer, clearly closer, better. And Emily Belsetta, she's a neuroscientist, that is motivation. She she interviewed a bunch of people. She did experiment on herself. And uh, she interviewed also friends in different areas of business. And she noticed that this is what successful people do. Successful people, meaning people who set a long-term goal, a long-term project, and they continue and they finish, no matter how challenging, uncomfortable, inconvenient it is. And so what they do, number one, they have a vision and they have some sort of system to connect to that vision regularly, right? Sometimes you would have a vision board. Sometimes you would have it written down. Some people write their goals down. I'm more on the writing part, not so much on a visual at the moment. Um, second one, you got to break down that big goal into uh, shorter, smaller milestones. The closer you get to your goal, to that milestone, the more motivation is released, the more dopamine is released, and you have more energy to keep pursuing, right? So we have number two, you break down your big goal into smaller milestones. Number three, attach some meaningful reward. And also don't forget to celebrate. Not necessarily go out and go party. No, just feel good. Just take at least five minutes and feel good. Like, yeah, I did it. It was hard, but I did it. Like, yeah, hell yeah, Angela, we did it. And smile and do a little bit of dance. Just make yourself feel good. That's the most important thing. Celebrate it. Give your brain a sign that this is significant. This is meaningful. This is a reward. So keep doing it, right? And number four, after the reward, we have... What do we have after the reward? Just there is a little bit of noise distracted me completely. After the reward, we have tracking progress. And tracking progress for your brain means you're moving closer towards your goal and you're not wasting your energy. Again, your brain is not going to be consulting you and asking you, are you wasting energy? Are you not wasting my energy? Are you making progress? Are you not making progress? No. When you don't track your progress, your brain just makes the conclusion. It's a waste of time. We're going to stop it, right? No motivation, no energy. You're not going to pursue it any longer. Again, not consulting you, just making you feel not motivated. So here you go. Four steps work in a really powerful way. And you got to use kind of all of them. Have a big vision, break it down to small steps, uh, have rewards, celebrate your small steps, and then track the progress. And once you combine those, chances are you're just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. There are a few other things that will help you along the way, but these are the core four ones, right? Big vision, break it down, celebrate each milestone, and then track the progress. And that's it, guys. So I hope you found this very useful. Uh, I definitely find them very useful. Every time I start losing my motivation, okay, where am I missing out? Am I not connected to my bigger vision? 
Uh, my milestones are, are too long and I don't have anything to celebrate. Am I even tracking progress towards my goal? Like, where am I missing out? Right? Where? Once I find it, okay, I'm like, this week, I'm working more on that. So for me, this week is actually celebrating something every day, some milestone. Need to do more of that. And also, maybe getting a little bit better on tracking progress towards my bigger goal. Um, what are yours? Where could you improve on those four points? Big vision, breaking it down, celebrating each milestone, and then tracking progress physically. And guys, physically is important because if you don't write it down, if you don't have it visual represented somewhere, like some sort of, of physical, meaning in real world tracking, not just your app, because that is a very low energy activity for your brain. It's like very easy to forget and not take account of. So physically, write it down or put it on your wall do something that requires a little bit more energy than typing into your phone and you'll be surprised by how much more resilience and motivation you have that's it for today guys if you have any questions always feel free to reach out angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or on my instagram at 1000 year young check out our brain mastery academy where we are training, not just learning, but training together skills like this, like the one that I explained to you today, how to get better, so much better at motivation. So you never lose it. Or when you lose it, you know how to get it right when you need it. Right. But also we teach skills like focus, anti-procrastination, lowering anxiety, increasing confidence, learning better, being more creative, getting better memory, getting better at speaking. So many things if you are on the path of personal growth and you want to deliver something exceptional into the world, then Brain Academy is for you. The link is in the show notes. Have an awesome Monday. Have an awesome week. You'll hear from me tomorrow. And till next time, work on your motivation. Four steps. Remember, big vision, smaller milestones, celebrate and track progress physically. Talk to you soon.